making God real in your life. You can visit us online at womanatthewellministries.org. Now sit down with us as we look to the scriptures to learn more about God and to strengthen our daily walk with Jesus Christ. Join us in this broadcast, A Living Sacrifice, The Least That I Can Do, as Kim Miller brings us a message out of Romans 12:1, which says, I beseech ye therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Hello, and thank you for joining us in this broadcast of Woman at the Well Ministries. And most of the time when we talk about Romans chapter 12, verse 1. We also do that in conjunction with verse 2, which reads, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And in another time that we have together, we certainly will be spending time on verse 2. But today's message is all about presenting our body as a living sacrifice, presenting ourselves as a living sacrifice to God. And, and it is very clear in the scriptures that that is a reasonable service. And when we talk about what is reasonable, that means not excessive, moderate, and not too expensive. So it doesn't cost us too much. So when we're talking about giving ourselves to the Lord as being our reasonable service, that's saying that when we've done that, we haven't done anything extraordinary and we haven't done anything that should be too difficult for us, but that is just what is reasonably expected of a child of God. And in chapter 12, it goes on in that whole chapter telling us how we should conduct ourselves and what it is that we should be doing. And it reminds us that we are all members of the body of Christ and members one to another. And so often in our Christian life, we completely ignore that. And so often what we do is we live ourselves, our lives in such a way that it's like it's us four and no more. Like we have that little circle of people in our lives, perhaps it's even just our family, and we don't consider others and we don't consider others' needs. But when we look at what Christ said, when he talked about sacrificing himself, he sacrificed for all. And on the cross of Calvary, he died and paid the penalty of our sins one for all. And I think if we could just begin to get our minds to wrap around the fact that Christ has saved us, that we might be Christians, that we may bring glory and honor to him, and that we would be a light in a lost world in a dark world and that others may come to know Christ by following in the light of our lives that leads others to him if we could begin to see that Christ didn't save us just for our own selves he saved us that we might be workmanship created in Christ Jesus worthy of good works and zealous of good works let us pray <clears throat> our kind and most gracious dear heavenly father lord we just thank you for this another opportunity to come before you 
We thank you, Lord, for your love and your mercy and your providential care over each and every one of us, Lord, and we thank you for the gift of salvation that we have in your son, Jesus Christ. We ask that you would open up our hearts and our minds, Lord, and that you would just lead us to the places that you would have us to go in our heart and our mind that is centered and focused wholly and solely upon you. Lord, I pray that you would help us to be better soldiers of the cross and that you would help us to be better followers of you. And Lord, that we would show love and mercy to others as we give ourselves over to a life of service for you. Lord, we love you and we praise you and we thank you in Jesus' name. And all of God's people said, amen. The verse that we are talking about is Romans 12:1. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Holy. Holiness is a, a term that many denominations kind of shy away from and because there is a whole denomination that calls themselves holiness. But the scripture doesn't say that it's the door you walk through and the mantle that's on top of it that tells you whether or not you should be holy. In fact, the scriptures don't delineate any of those doctrines and places of worship as being the place to be. In fact, he just says, don't forsake the assembling of yourselves together. And so wherever you choose to worship isn't in question. What is in question is what you believe and what you follow. We are to follow Christ. And the Bible says that the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. So we are to follow his word. And in his word, we are told everything we need in order to live a life that is pleasing to the most high God. And in that scripture that we call the holy word of god the bible we are told that that we are to be holy for i am holy thus saith the lord in many countless places throughout the scriptures he tells us to be holy in other places in the scriptures he tells us that we are just as if we never sinned by the grace of the righteousness that he imputes in us so when we begin to look at this verse he says i beseech you brother he is truly in just begging us to present our bodies a living sacrifice. But he says to do that by the mercies of God. You see, when we live in Christ Jesus, he supplies our needs. When we live in Christ Jesus, he says that we can do all things through Christ which strengthen us. And when we follow after him and allow him to lead and guide us, then we can achieve all that we think that he wants us to do. In fact, Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 20 says... That, that he will work in us and we can do abundantly, exceedingly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. So as we begin to give our lives over to Christ and lay our lives down for his service and be that living sacrifice for him, then he can empower us to do more and more things. The first thing we have to realize is that it's not that we're doing him a favor. It's not that we're doing something extraordinarily. We are reasonably expected by the Most High God who has given us life eternal, who daily loadeth us with his blessings, who loves us without condemnation, because there's therefore now no more condemnation to them that love the Lord, and who loves us unconditionally, that we would serve him with our whole heart, our whole mind, our whole body, and our whole soul. And that by his mercies he saved us. 
Because he knew that we needed salvation. He knew that we couldn't get to heaven without him. He knew that we could not be righteous enough to enter into that city, not made with hands, eternal into the heavens. And so he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. He gave his life, literally, that we might live. What he's asking for us is that we would be a living sacrifice. We don't need to martyr our souls. We don't need to martyr our lives. We can't save anyone by taking our lives. But we can live our life wholly and solely committed to Christ that we would be who we would have us to be so that others would come to know Christ through the walk that we have. That we would point them in the direction of who he is. That we would live our lives for something bigger than just ourselves or just those few around us. What I mean is, is that sometimes you have to help your neighbor. The Bible says that we are to love our neighbor as ourselves. What I mean is sometimes you may really want to just sit down and read a book, but you've got to help your neighbor. I mean, sometimes you might have to stay past your appointed bedtime because you need to help someone else. I mean, sometimes you might have to give, and, and, and if you really want to give, you've got to give till it hurts. And that makes a difference to someone else. Perhaps you can forego a luxury so that someone else can have a necessity. That's a living sacrifice. And what he says is that we are to be that and present ourselves as, Here am I, Lord, send me. Here am I, Lord, use me. That means we have a responsibility to stay prayed up and ready to go. That means we have a responsibility to study, to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. So what is sacrifice? Psalms 116.17 says, I will offer to thee the sacrifice of thanksgiving and will call upon the name of the Lord. So beyond doing for others when perhaps it makes it a little uncomfortable, when giving, when perhaps it makes us not have that physical security in the bank. Remember, we need to make sure that we are always trusting God to supply our needs and not anything that we may have accumulated from the gifts that he's given us. And to realize that all that we have are gifts that he's given us and nothing about us but all about him. The Bible said that Paul said, but what things were gained to me, those I counted lost for Christ. If people are seeing your good works as something about you and not seeing that it's the blessings of God, it's the gifts of God, it's the grace of God, then you need to make sure that you turn your pointer a little bit away from yourself and towards God. Because the only thing that's going to count in this world is what we've done for him. And when it goes through the fiery furnace, all the things that we've done for us is going to be for naught. All those extra hours you worked so that you might have that extra big thing, that extra house, that extra boat, or you might be a little better than your neighbors or a little better than the people down the street or you might be a little better than some people in the church. All of that's going to go away. But anything that you have done so that you could be a blessing to others, so that you could do the service of God in the way that he has called you, is going to be something that goes through this world to the next. It's important that we realize that we need to make ourselves available for God to use us. And what does it mean to present your body? Presenting our body denotes not only refraining from sinning, but committing to service. We need to be committed to do the Lord's will, committed to do his service, committed to walk in his ways. 
then we need to realize that being sold out to Christ completely is what it means to present our bodies a living sacrifice. Galatians 2.20 says, I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me, and the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. So why do I need to present my body as a living sacrifice? 1 Corinthians 6.20 says, For ye are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. He tells us that again in 1 Corinthians 7.23, and he says, Ye are bought with a price. Be ye not servants of men. So when it says to present ourselves, that means that we're not only committed to not sinning so that we're holy and acceptable and pleasing to him, but we're committed to service, a life of service for the Lord, and that it would be acceptable, pleasing to him, and satisfactory, and that he would welcome our bodies to be used in his service. You see, the Bible says this in 1 Peter 1, 18 through 19, For as much as ye know that ye were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ as a lamb without blemish, and without spot. Our point to ponder, we are to glorify God in our body and in our spirit, which are truly his, bought by his own blood. Thank you all for joining us today for this program of Woman at the Well Ministries. We hope that you have been blessed by our program today. And we encourage you to share your prayer requests or testimonies or any feedback that you have. And you can visit us online at womanatthewellministries.org where you will find devotions and many additional Bible resources to enhance your daily walk with God. Woman at the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our Heavenly Father. And it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. If you are interested in partnering with Woman at the Well Ministries, please feel free to email us or write to us at Woman at the Well Ministries, P.O. Box 875, Milton, West Virginia, 25541. We would also like to thank the gospel group Fudge Creek for letting us play their hit song, Happy Girl. We greatly appreciate your thoughts and your prayers, and you are all in our prayers. Remember that God loves you, and you are loved. Have a wonderful and blessed day in the Lord.